Back for another week. You're tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh Timoteo here with the still very chipper, but not as chipper as last week, Jake Eisenberg. Fuck Draymond Green. <laughs> okay. And with us, as always, is the very interested where Joe Ingalls is going to end up next Ooh. in our rose gold journey here on this show, Matt Beatty. Mate, I gotta, I gotta hold it down for for Joe, of course, yeah. of course. It's, mate, my, I get notifications every day what he's tweeted. Like, I need to know. <laughs> it is, it is important for the future of our award because just mm. off mic, just before we started recording here, we were discussing how desperately we'd love to do our favorite and only segment of the week, Rose Gold Moment of the Week, but. There is still literally no Aussie hoops on, and we're not dipping into the depths of NBA Draft Combine just yet. <laughs> so let's just kick straight in because yeah. we had an NBA Finals game today, game mm. two. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll go. Yeah, uh, I have a vested interest here. Uh, I mean, Draymond Green, dude, like this fucking guy. I've 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 never hated it. It's you, know, you never hate it until your team's playing against it, right? You think it's you think it's you think it's funny until it's not funny anymore. It, it's funny when he kicks. What yeah. it was a Stephen Adams Steven in the Adams, balls yeah. or whatever. Oh, That's not right. funny anymore. Like, not God. funny anymore. I'm like this. This guy deserves to be in jail. Honestly, <laughs> like fucking hell, he deserved like the fact that he didn't get ejected for the second tech is just unbelievable. And then you have Stephen Javi, this this little oh, this pandering little ref. <laughs> In Adam Silver and Adam Silver's fucking pocket, like he gets on there and he basically he says the quiet part loud. He's like, "Yeah, no, the ref probably won't call it a tech because he has a tech." And I'm like, "That's not how the rules work." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was awful, sus. Like, uh, yeah. After right. the game, you sent us this video from during the game where Draymond was essentially just trucking <laughs> through defenders, like quite literally, just like arms out, pushing them out of the way. He was like, Cleared room for Steph. Steph shoots and yeah. scores a three. It's like he, he blocked Derek White, Al Horford and Grant Williams all in one play and then Steph yeah. buries a 32-footer. It's like, ah, it's good yeah. offense. I can't argue with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, trucking dudes. He's tackling dudes, kicking people in the face. Like, I mean, um, offense and defense, um, absolutely insane. But if you're a Warriors fan, you're like, the Draymond Green shit worked. Um, and and you know if what? I yeah. was a Warriors fan, I would be singing his name too. Yeah, but, and I would, I get it. And you know, I, as someone who reads for Marcus Smart, I kind of understand the uh, the an, the extra antics that you that you t- grow to love as a as a fan of your team. Granted, Marcus has been pretty quiet on the antics front uh, so far. I expect him to ramp it back up now that uh, <laughs> Draymond started playing these games. But you know, you know, it's bad when. You're on Twitter and you got all the Celtics fans whinging, and and you go in the comments and you're not seeing any Warriors fans kind of like arguing. It's just kind of Celtics fans talking to, with each other. Yeah, so that was step one where I'm like, okay, this is probably this is pretty egregious. And then step two is Ime got a tech, a purposeful tech, and he does not get techs. He hates when you complain to the ref. And we were saying before we got on here that like it's so great because it was so obvious the way that you could read his lips. He, he wears the mask for some reason, but he takes it down every time he speaks and he gets the tech and then the camera pans back to him and he just goes, you fucking pussies. And he's just yelling at them, <laughs> you bitch ass. And it's like, and he's just so intimidating and it made me love him so much. It's true though. The like 
the way they're calling this game, it's awful sus. Like Draymond's getting away with basketball murder on this court here. And what's the go? Like, surely this won't carry into Boston. Look, Draymond Green tweeted yesterday about how I couldn't believe this too. Did you see the Draymond Green tweet yesterday? He tweeted about how Adam Silver's one of the best like yeah. CEOs. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's not just the best sports commissioner. Yeah. He's one of the best CEOs of any company, full stop. I was like, this is can't be real, right? <laughs> especially hey. Oh. Silver's going to be paying this guy's wage long after he retires. Oh, there's no doubt. No doubt at all. Um, Beatty, I know, um, I feel like you would have experienced some of this back in the LeBron Warriors days. You, you got the Draymond ejection. Yeah. You got the big one. I, yeah, but I That's like... That's what I was hoping I, for. I'm not... I, I think this is just... This is the Warriors. This is a part of what they do. I think if anything, this... Illegal screens, should, when you think of the Warriors, what do we yeah. think of? We think of Steph and Clay and Threes and the Splash Bros. Like, Trademark. illegal screens should be just as high on the list. <laughs> yeah. for, for a decade now, I mean, if it's not Draymond, it's Andrew Bogut or it's Kevin yeah. Looney or it's some other, like, it's, 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 who was that? Who was the guy, the guy that crippled Kawhi? Zaza Pachulia? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, hey, All Star, or very close oh, to yeah. All Star, Zaza Pachulia. <laughs> but, like, it's, I mean, it's, it's it, it's part and parcel when you have a backcourt like they do and, and, and the way that they shoot the ball and the amount of sort of off-ball movement that you, you're going to get some questionable some questionable fruity picks. This was particularly, as Jake said, egregious though. Like, <laughs> it's I, funny. I, it's honestly I, funny. I, yeah, I laughed. I've seen illegal screens before, yeah. but this guy was straight up walking forward, pushing them out of the way. Yeah, it's it's a tr- it is a hard. Like, I'm not. I don't want to sound like I'm defending Draymond Green though. But like, I I do think that here we go. Illegal screens is one of the tougher calls to to officiate on. Like, it's it's up there with block charge. Like, in terms yeah. of, of because it, it, there's always going to be a lot of movement. There's arms and limbs going everywhere. It's hard to determine who is like the, like the the I guess the the one making the movement like obviously that example that we're talking about today from the game it's reasonably obvious but like it's still it's a difficult call in real time to make even with three officials there so it's it it, it is a it's a tough one like it, i'm not gonna yeah. i'm not gonna especially, lie about that like especially with so with how much movement the warriors have yeah like you gotta like that would honestly be a really hard team to officiate like Giannis is hard because it, how do you figure out what a charge and a block is. Yeah. But at least it's all pretty concentrated in the one area, like where yeah. the calls are happening. The Warriors, I mean, there's there's shit happening in every corner of the court at all times. So I can appreciate that it's a difficult job. I still hate it, but I can appreciate that, it, I, that it's hard. What do you think the, like, do you, because this, this is the other thing, right? I look at Boston and I think that their the makeup of their team for the most part, they're just big dudes, they're physical dudes. Mm. I think a part of the reason why they're the number one defense, we go on about it every week, but it's because of, of that, right? And it's sort of like if anyone is equipped to try and yeah. counter, you know, if you think it's an illegal screen, it's the it's these guys, right? Like it's it's you've got to fight fire with mm. fire a little bit there. Yeah, and I think it will they will bring it back in the yeah. in the next game. Tatum afterwards I, you know, they're all a little salty about the rest stuff. He's like, he felt like when we tried to match their physicality that they were playing with, we weren't, we were called for the yeah. same shit. We had 2,000 Tatum, Jalen, and Grant in the first quarter. So um, now at the same time, this is not the reason the Celtics lost this game. 
like as as bullshit as it was and how it kind of because the Celtics were up early and their Warriors were kind of out of sorts and halfway through the first quarter is when a lot of the calls started to kind of flip the other way and Warriors got back in it whether or not that's actually how the, the game was going to go the, the, it's back to basics with the fucking Celtics the turnovers they had they had 33 Warriors scored 33 points off 18 Celtics turnovers and it's been this is the third round in a row going back to the Milwaukee series where if the Celtics are turning it over more than 13, 14 times, the other teams were going to win. It was like the story of the Heat series. And last game, they didn't turn it over, and they won the game. And now Warriors score 33 points to put the Celtics 15. Like was, that, that's the game. Was there a, could you tell at least, a different defensive approach from yeah. the Warriors that pushed the Celtics into making more turnovers? Yeah, I think it was both. I think there's the Warriors brought... The physicality up, they ramped up the defense, and it's just everybody. You, you, as a fan, you like you want them to manufacture the same level of intensity and, and desperation as the team that is down one zero. It's just impossible. Like the Warriors, if they lose this game, you, you the series feels over almost going back to Boston, and so I think it was a combination of the Warriors brought it to a new level, and the Celtics kind of. They just cannot handle success. So I think it was a combination of the Celtics with some really careless ones. But Gary Payton was back. I thought he caused problems for the Celtics. He's um he's kind of the prototype to throw at Jason. Like someone like the Drew Holidays, the Wes Matthews, someone who's just a bit not necessarily as tall, but just gets into his body. Yeah. Is as big as Jason is, he's he's a little a little lean. And so um you can kind of get into his body, even though there was a couple of threes that Tatum was able to shoot over the top. But I think Tatum now two games in a row has had issues getting to the, getting clean looks at the rim. Like he was six for nine from three. Like if you told me that before the game, I'm thinking, fuck, Celtics probably had a pretty good shot to win this yeah. one. But he was eight for 19 overall. He only made two other shots. So all of his two pointers, like looking at his shot chart, he just could not get anything going inside. And look, and part of that's Draymond Green, right? Like he's one of the, is he the best defender in the league when healthy? He was probably before he got injured this year, right? Um, so I think if there's always two, one fan base is always going to be like, fuck, nah, Celtics lost it. It was all self-inflicted. And then on the flip side, the Warriors are going to say, we turned up the, the intensity. We were more locked in. We forced most of those turnovers. Um, and the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. I'd say. Yeah, I hear you. Do you know what? Slightly off tangent here. I've picked Perfect. up from this series so far. I know, like, Marcus Smart obviously gets compared with Draymond a lot mm. in that he's pretty malleable. You can chuck him in all different kinds of defensive situations and maybe he's not the best at any one thing, but he's so good at so many things. But I think what, to me, is the similarity between them more than anything is the way they communicate on defense. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw this video of... Marcus like mic'd up on the court and the way he was like he's defending his man but he's almost not even looking at his man he's like Mm -hmm. calling it Jalen Jalen you switch there let's switch now and you go back here and it's just constant in a way that I've only ever seen from Draymond when he's like you know doing his free fly safety thing switching from one corner to the other only Draymond I've seen communicate like that and like actively almost coach the team yeah. on the court. 
um, I find it really cool. And it's a interesting similarity that only really those two have. Yeah, I think it's probably the most underrated part of Smart's defense. When he won Defensive Player of the Year, there was Drew Holiday does this better, Mikael Bridges does this better. They probably do. Um, but his communication and ability to quarterback the defense from the court and the bench like is so impressive. Like, And I was, you know, Jalen's off-ball defense has always been a little suspect in I'm not sure if Marcus has made it an, ex- like a, an emphasis for him to direct Jalen specifically, but I feel like that's been really helpful for both Jalen and Rob, who also can sometimes get a little bit lost. And you're having a guy out there that's able to... Because communication on defense at the highest level is so important, and that's why the Warriors have been so good, right? Because everybody's in the right spot at all times. They have the best defensive communicator of yeah. the last 10 years on their team. Yeah, and so that's... A massive part of what makes Smart so special. Um, he had a bit of a weird game, though. I think defensively he was good. Um, I think the Celtics are still trying to figure out the Steph thing, which is – I'm not sure if you can figure out the Steph thing. Um, like, he's, he's he's fucking, fucking, he's fucking pretty good. good. <laughs> he's fucking good. <laughs> yeah. um, and that, I forget if I said it last week, uh, but how there was going to be like a culture shock for the Celtics going into this series just because – the difference between playing the Heat and Jimmy, Giannis, and KD slash Kyrie is just completely different to how Steph and the Warriors play. Like, it's not exactly complicated the way that Giannis or KD or Jimmy's going at you. They, they're bodying you, they're physical, they're coming downhill, they get into the line. Um, Steph, man, it's like, okay, do I, what, do I come up to the, three-point line no actually i need to be five feet past a three-point line on my screens otherwise he's just pulling up and going over the screens and from 32 and getting clean looks and so they haven't figured that part out yet steph's been incredible so far um what was he today like 29 six and four um and like just bending the defense all over the place i think the celtics need to attack him more on the other end because I think how they can win this series is by wearing him down, similar to how they did with KD, Giannis, and Jimmy to an extent. Um, put him in all the actions. Not to say that he's a really bad defender. He's actually, I would say, a good defender for his position at this point. Um, we were saying off mic, like, he he's much better defender than a lot of his counterparts at the point guard position. Like, Trey, Jar. Garland, all these guys should be taking note because yeah. Steph's better than all of them. Um, but I, guess, a, I yeah. guess it helps playing with a quarterback that can direct the team for years and years on end. You pick up a thing or two. When Steph, before like even you know the Mark Jackson years, mm-hmm. Steph was no solid defender. He was a pretty big liability. So like this has been massive improvement just... And it's not in like a one-on-one. He's got the best foot speed. It, yeah. it is absolutely a scheme-based mm. skill. Yeah, Steph, Steph's fine. But I do agree with you, Jake. I, I do think that you've got to, like if you're Boston, that's something that you should target because it, more so than anything, I think Steph is just so important for their offense. And yeah. if he just doesn't have the legs on offense because he's been put in every action defensively, then I think Golden State's offense starts to fall over a little bit. And I know that sounds hard to believe because Golden State, various points over the last, you know, however many years have been 
an offensive powerhouse. Mm-hmm. But throughout two games, Clay Thompson's been poor. Jordan Poole has been poor. Like I just don't know where you're going to get the points if 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 Steph's not going to give it to you at the moment. Yep, I do wonder if they. I think they're hesitant to try and send traps at Steph, just because then all of a sudden you get the the quintessential four on three, Draymond Green dump pass, Iggy yeah. dunks, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. but I think that's the key. You know, you, you you maybe you don't try and score on Steph every single time, but you at least attack him. Like there was some really, it was the game was pretty much over, but Tatum just they did a pick and roll, and Steph was the guy that they were going at, and Tatum got two free throws out of it by getting um, down towards the rim. And even if you're not shooting down at the rim, you can kick it out from there, just making Steph work and work, bang him, post him, kick it, um, and you wear him down through the series and in specific games. But again, easier said than done because this guy is like maybe the fittest player to ever play the sport. And he's really worked on his body to get stronger as well. Um, but that's a good point. Like Clay's been dreadful, um, yeah. And Paul, Paul was, was a bit, bit better today. Better. Though, right? Yeah, but I saw was, he hit a big circus three. Yeah, exactly. So I, I wonder how much of it was like he had a couple of really difficult threes, and I get that that's what he does. But then it's similar to Tatum, right? He was five for nine from three, and six for fourteen overall. The field overall, no yeah. free throws. Yeah. He yeah. got blocked at the rim by Tice, Derek White, maybe one other time, and so it's a good point. Beatty, I think like, and I do think the Celtics have the personnel. Like, it's hard it, these series, man. You swing back and forth, you know. Um, after game one, I'm just riding high. I can't help myself. You're thinking about raising the Larry OB, um, <laughs> even though I was pretty confident they would lose this one. But um, between Smart and White, I mean Josh, Derek White, man, like he didn't shoot as well overall today. But man, he, I think he had how many blocks did he have? Two only. Two blocks, a steal, like he was everywhere in the first half, it felt like. Um, he plays hard. So hard. I like players that play hard. If if I, a trade happens and yeah. I'm getting really excited about someone, it's for no other reason than I know they play hard and that team will fit them. He's the, fucking smart, dude. He's yeah. really good at getting in and around these screens. Yeah. And so, so he, he played 30 minutes in this game. Um and I'm, I think they're going to need to up that because, because um, I think he's he's the key maybe to the defense. And I'm not sure if it's because the double bigs aren't working or if it's because Rob isn't quite right. Like Rob looked pretty good in the first game, but he kind of looked back to looking kind of injured again. And so if that's going to be the case, like Derek White played 31 in the in game one. I think you got to get that up to like. 37, 38. Um, like the lineup that's worked the best, I think, is the Derek, Marcus, Jalen, Jason, and Al. And it makes sense because that's yeah. kind of the, I don't know, the opposite of the Warriors' death lineup, you know? Yeah. It, well, it's like, a great counter to it's it. Some, it's, yeah, exactly. It's something that can keep up to it and yeah. resist it to a certain degree. Whereas when you got Rob and Al Horford out there, I think that it's too becomes much. a little bit tricky. It's um, so much. Like, Al was is like cha- like there's been a couple of positions where Al's like chasing dudes around screens and it's, and it's like that's probably a little too much. <laughs> yes, you know, like he, as as good as he is, that's probably yeah. just a, yeah. The Finals MVP buzz is, has definitely quietened Quite, down. Ooh. after no, it's just moving, game moving to the Derek White station. <laughs> Man, 
that was the worst Al Horford game we've seen in the playoffs probably today. Like, it <laughs> I, was... I, th- I actually think that's by design by the Warriors. I think they went into this game, you know, very much yeah. full stop. We cannot let Al Horford do that to us or we're going to be in big trouble. And they figured out ways to completely limit him. He, well, yeah. he, there wasn't a lot he could do today from what they, I can tell. They very much dared... Al, Marcus, and Derek to beat them from three last game, and they did. They did, yeah. They did. And today it felt like I thought I thought they were getting some great stuff by attacking closeouts, um, but they just weren't quite able. And then that's the Warriors' D, right? They're so yeah. good at recovering, and that's Draymond's specialty, right? Like he's just flying around everywhere. Um, and so I think that, again, these Al, they go back, you watch the tape, and I would imagine there'll be a bounce-back game from, from Al, but he didn't even take a three. In the game yeah. today, you know, so um, well, he was he was six of eight, I think, in game yeah. one. Like that's yeah, massive contrast, right? Yeah. So um, obviously, massive swing. Um, I think they combined. So Derek, oh, I, just, I just closed the box score because I went back, but um, Derek White, Marcus, and Al combined for I think I know Derek hit two, and might maybe Marcus hit one versus they hit fifteen between them last game. So. Um. Yeah, good adjustment yeah. by the Warriors. Yeah, absolutely. Derek is going to be crucial in that sense, though, because he might be out of, I don't know, except for maybe Tatum, mm. the one guy on your team that you can't really mark out of a game. You can change a million different ways of playing against the Celtics. Derek White's someone that will find a way to yeah. wriggle his way in and impact the game. Like... He can shoot, he can pass, he's very smart with his movement, great defender, tenacious. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's really difficult to see a scenario where he can't help. No, he's he's been fantastic, man. And the again, the Celtics are good are fantastic when they're moving the ball. And it got a little stagnant today. I feel like even though Tatum had twenty eight today, I don't think he played an awesome game. Mm-hmm. Um he just knocked down all of his threes and that Made the box go look, yeah. look a little look, look a mean, little nicer. Anything was going to be better than in game one, too, right? Well, hey, but mean, he did set the record for uh, debut finals yeah. game assists. Assists, yeah, yeah. I know, and I like. I know people don't want to hear it. Like, oh, the, yeah, he had thirteen assists, and he, but he was three for seventeen. He gives. It a means sh- he was careful with the ball, though. Like, here's the thing: he had two turnovers last game, and he had four today, and thirteen assists. Like, I actually think that he played better last game overall. Um, and so I think that's actually a good sign for the Celtics because I think both last two rounds, Tatum got better as the series went along and he starts to start, as he started to figure it out. Um, and something I was thinking about, and I know Celtics fans don't want to fucking hear it because we're in the finals, it's not the time for this, but it's still the first year that Tatum, Jalen, and Smart are like the lead ball handlers. Like yeah. Tatum, like... And the fact is, like, there's like Tatum's not a point guard yet. Jalen's always been t- bad at dribbling and playmaking, and they've gotten a lot better at it. Marcus Smart's first day, like, Marcus had fucking five turnovers today, right? Even even earlier this year, I was yeah. still kind of sus on Marcus Smart as a point guard. Like, yeah. I think leading into the trade deadline, I was like, ah, maybe Boston should go after a point guard. I mean, they did. They got Derek White, but that they wasn't did. that wasn't really the move that I was, I guess, thinking. me and the people that were thinking like I was yeah. that were, were angling at. But yeah. you're right. I think all of, all three of those guys have just been the, – their work in progress is there and they've only gotten better in, in the yeah. time that they've been in the league. Yeah. 
The problem is, that's great, but it's game three of the finals. Yeah, you're trying up. to win the finals right <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> you know, and and they they are capable of t- keeping the turnovers down. I just think you ha- you're gonna there's gonna be at least one more game where they have a fucking seventeen turnover game and the Warriors get thirty points off them. You just hope that it's only one more and it's not two more because if it's two more, they might lose the series. Yeah. I get, to me, Marcus Smart is a he's limiting his turnovers away from being like one of the best point guards in the game. I would love on from his overall t- impact. Yeah, like I would yeah. love on. I guess the Bulls have Lonzo Ball, so it's a, this is a tricky one for me to say. But sure, I would love for my point guard to be this spearhead, not necessarily in an offensive sense, but someone that can lead the offense and is strong and isn't afraid to attack the rim or jack up a three, but definitely someone that like, you know, pilots everything. Yeah. He is. He's the leader. I did it. I, I, if he's I, Draymond, I, he, he's Draymond and Derek White is Iguodala. Wow. Uh, I, I like how you just added not scared to jack up a three because boy, he's is he not <laughs> no, scared yeah, to jack up a three. Um, yeah. I think that, yeah, it, it, it is interesting. Like, if you you know you do this the the classic rank the point guards in the league and it's going to be uh, Steph Curry number one yeah probably far away and then it's Trey SGA Jar quick fire quick fire question unprepared yeah. for both of you would you take or oh, Beatty definitely won't but would you take Marcus Smart over Damian Lillard whoa. Today. Oh man! I well, I I don't even like. There's uh, there's other names already that we haven't even said. This is yeah, where yeah, positionally. I'm, I'm talking about Damian Lillard. Holy I, hell! I'm still taking Dame. I don't think. Yeah, fucking Christ! But well, but at the same, it's, it feels like we haven't seen Dame in almost a year. Yeah, I know it's yeah. it's less than that. But That's it, true. It does feel like that. Yeah. But I mean, like the Celtics' identity almost breaks then by bringing Dame. Yes, in, exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Boston do it, but like, I, I it's for all the talk, all the talk over the years about oh, is Marcus, you know, trade bait? I think, yeah. I think they they've kind of been validated in in what's happened this season. Oh, big I time! Think he is he's, he's the soul of this team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. It's a great question, Josh, and I think like in a vacuum, it's it's Dame and it's not close. But, but um, you know what? Maybe not even because like it's a good point. Yeah. Marcus is almost the counter to Dame in that he's great at everything that Dame isn't that great at. Well, well, Beatty, you shake your head, but go back to the Portland Pelican series where Drew Holiday took his lunch money. Yeah, but, okay, and it's but like, like Dame also took his team to a conference finals, and yeah. like, who's the second best player on that Blazer team? Like, you know, like it's totally yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's where that I was... look at it. But that was what four years ago now. Like, what if Marcus gets drafted to let's use our favorite team, the Sacramento Kings? Is he even, <laughs> is he even in the league anymore? Like, that's oh, like unfortunately, that's, I don't think so. I know that's a that's whoa, a whoa. very big hypothetical, but like, and I don't mean that as you know slander against Marcus yeah. Smart because obviously he's, he's a great player. Nah, he'd be, but like, he'd be so much of the draft is just good fortune of where you land, and like, it's it's the marrying of uh, a personality, a character in Marcus Smart to an organization that that he suits and he fits. And I think that yeah. was, it is a, a pretty perfect, perfect. It's a perfect pairing there, right? Yeah. 
stop it, you guys. It, it's kind of the same. <laughs> hey, you can, and I mean, this is this is the funny thing about that though, because like you look at, I think we were, this has been the start of this conversation. But look at Draymond and Golden State. If if he's drafted somewhere else, maybe he's not in the league anymore either. I've said this time Whoa. and time again. I know I 100% believe this. If Draymond Green got drafted to the Kings, for example, yeah. if we use that <laughs> God example, damn man, copping strays. We've we've got to no start like way. turning the narrative around. No <laughs> No way would he be in the league. What the hell would the Kings do with Draymond Green? It's a fair fucking point, man. They'd play him small forward, see that he can't shoot, and kick him to the curb. Like he'd be on the Pistons now, like Mag Marvin Bagley. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what I mean, like a hundred percent. The the and like this is so off tangent now, but yeah, like, the draft fit does matter. The team does matter. Oh, I think hugely important to the Celtics. No, they wouldn't trade Marcus yeah, Smart for Damian Lillard, but other teams might. I'm yeah, glad I mean, you answered my even, question. Even anyway. like, uh, was it only this season? I feel, or if not mm. this season, last season. But like, there was a. I, I feel like there was a hot week where, oh, James Harden to the Celtics, like, and like that would <laughs> that would have been some package of like Marcus or yeah. one of the Jays, and it's just like you look at. I know it's only. It doesn't even seem that long ago, but you look at that now, like that's crazy talk. Like, what is like? Thank God <laughs> oh they my didn't. God. Thank God that was just you know some Twitter chat, probably because yeah, like, probably. Like, oh my God, can you imagine? I, I don't know if. Jake could go on with Meanwhile, this show. <laughs> Philly fans right now are just like, oh, I'm living this reality. But, like, but anyway. I honestly just got a pit in my stomach imagine. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah, you, you did genuinely look scared there. Holy shit. I'm, thank, I guess maybe maybe the, the strip clubs in Boston just aren't, they aren't up to scratch, so they kind of thank got God. nipped in the bud. Yeah. yeah, thank God for that. Close every strip club in this town. <laughs> Um, it is interesting. I was, and I was thinking, you know, we we're talking about Steph's defense, and you, and obviously, what makes Marcus great is that, like, that all-around game. And I wonder how much of it was is like being around Draymond. Um, but it's obviously, it's all, it's everything. It's, it's Steve yeah, Kerr. Yeah. It's the culture. And I think Steph realized that to win championships and to be contenders consistently, defense is hugely important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are players in the league that you would have as point guards that are better than Marcus Smart. The one that comes to mind, obviously, is Trey Young. Like there is no there's not a better example of someone who's all one end and none on the other. Mm. They're almost the inverse of each other, except Marcus is much better on offense than Trey Young is on defense. Oh yeah. Um but I mean like you can't you you, you know your average your average point guard list isn't going to have Marcus Smart against above Trey Young. And if Marcus Smart's your best player then you probably don't win as many games as you do yeah. Trey Young's your best player, but you're not paying Marcus Smart Trey Young money. And it's a it's an interesting one. That that's kind of exactly what I was. I wish I thought of Trey Young. That's exactly what I was getting at with that question. Like, what what's worth more? I guess like Trey Young, yes, could or Dame or whoever it is could lift a shitty team to a certain level, but mm. that's it. That's all they're going to be able to do. Whereas Draymond's almost like the final piece to the puzzle, you know. He's the one that's going to get you a banner in the stands. He is similar to Smart in that way. It's like the, the, the heart and soul where if he's not back there, I, I don't know. I think Steph's that special where he probably still has a ring or two. But No, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Because I, how I shit was so, the Warriors yeah. when Draymond got injured? Pretty yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I think you... Well, I, know, you... I know now, but like, like back in the 2015 range... Maybe, but I don't know, man. I, that I'm really not sure. I think Draymond actually did unlock this possibility 
Otherwise, Steph would have been Trey. He would have just been a flamethrower that doesn't have the protection he needs to do anything. Well, this is this, and that's it. That goes back to this whole draft fit thing. Yeah. Like, it all it all matters. It's not even. It's not. It's not only the defense as well. Like the, what Draymond does on yeah. offense as a, as a passer. Yeah. And yeah. As a, like that stuff that you know. If 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 Steph doesn't have that, he's not getting the looks that he gets now, and that's yeah. all of a sudden he's not scoring the same way that he he has for the last decade. So the way he rebounds yeah. and pushes the fast break yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. How many <laughs> times he get, pulls down the rebound, runs to the other three point line, does his little behind the back bounce pass into Steph's mitts yeah. mid shooting stroke and three done. Yeah, you know it's also crazy like that, and especially and Draymond back then as well. Like he was. Especially in that 15, 16 year, he so he was scoring fourteen a game, right? Can't believe he shot thirty nine percent from three one year. Yeah, it's yeah, like, outrageous. Yeah. Pretty insane on like three point seven attempts too, like not not nothing. It make, makes me. It do, always did make me wonder though, because he did show flashes of capability. Uh, like what happened? Like, I think that's a definition of an shoot? outlier. Yeah, but like no, no, there was a there was a if if you're on his basketball reference or whatever. I am right now. I'm sure there is a slight uptick trend in the season prior to that too. There, it was. There it was, was a clear yes. improvement. And then all of a sudden, it's like it fell off a cliff. You're right. I'm so like, he, rookie year, 21%. And then it went to 33, 34, 39. So you're like, okay, maybe he can at least be – and then 30, 30, 28, 28, 27, 30. I just never Even came if back. Even 34, imagine what that would do for this team. I know. I know. Um, anyway, you know I think, that's beside I think, the point. I think you're probably right. I think Draymond – yeah, but and then so what would they have replaced that twenty million dollars with? Would it have been? It's hard to it's hard to say they would have found someone as impactful as like defensive player of the year, averaging basically a triple double. Yeah, like, exactly. It's triple single. Triple single. Got a good one. Um, would this Celtics team be where they are right now if Marcus Smart wasn't on it? Could they get this far if Marcus Smart was? Well, this is interesting, right? So last year there was like there was an Aaron Gordon for Marcus Smart trade, and obviously now the Celtics are still. Let's say they still make the Derek White trade, and it's Derek White, Jalen, Jason, Aaron Gordon, and I guess Al slash Rob. Um, I think they're still pretty damn good, but I think they're probably short on playmaking. Um, Marcus Smart's a much better player than Aaron Gordon, I would say, like defender and things like yeah, that. Yeah. And I think the, the cultural piece that you miss with Marcus as well, right? Like he called the, you know, he's calling this Jalen and Jason out after the Bulls game, even if he probably maybe shouldn't have done it publicly. Like you have, you need Marcus. They're, pro- yeah. they're probably not here without him. Like Aaron Gordon, he's a fine player, but we saw what he did with the fucking Nuggets without yeah. those other guys. No, I, I agree with you. I, I think yeah. I think all good teams, all great teams, they have that guy in in one yeah. form or another. And I, yeah, I I, I think I, I don't know. Obviously, we're talking about a hypothetical, but it's like I, I just can't imagine this Boston team being yeah what they are now if if he's not there, he's not a part of it. Man, I'm, I, I'm with you. you. I'm I'm right on this. Like I could not be a firmer believer that you need to have that guy. And it, it's so yeah, yeah. like, it's so like, I still, well, I think it was only, it might've only been last round or, or in the, the Milwaukee series, the, like the the strategy of, oh, we'll just let Marcus shoot threes and, mm. and you sort of got to live and die by it. And like, if you're bricking them or if they're all going in, like it's, that's the, that's the Marcus Smart experience, right? You, you ask around the league, 
And I, I remember there was a, a game that Stan Van Gundy was uh, commentating and he was like, oh, whenever Marcus Smart played me, he used to make all his threes. And I guarantee you that half the league has a Marcus Smart hit all his threes story. <laughs> yeah. Like he's, he just, all he'll, he'll miss every three for two games in a row and all of a sudden he'll hit nine. Like there was that, remember that, that year was, they made the conference finals where they had, it was that IT year and IT got injured and they got a gentleman swept by the Cavs. But the one game they did win, Marcus hit like nine threes. It's just like, and there was a game against the Raptors in the bubble where he hit like a shitload yeah. of threes and he wins. It's like, it happens. It happens. It happens. And this year he's gotten better to the point where if he is missing, like at least today, he only took three. He only took six shots. It's like, we're getting less of those games where it's like Marcus two for 13. He's yeah, like, yeah. okay, maybe yeah. they're not going in today. Uh, Which is self-awareness. This is growth. Growth. It's beautiful to growth. see. Ime was like, Marcus, stop fucking shooting, dude. <laughs> you suck. You Look grow. what you're doing out there. You pass it to someone else. It's, like, funny. Shoot, dude. it's funny because I, and then I, I mean, we're just going to keep doing this comparison, I guess. Yeah. But like you look at how Draymond sort of functions within the yeah. Warriors offense and like he will be like wide open, like yeah. the dude sagging off him, giving him a mile of room and like he's not even thinking about it. like he'll get the ball and he's already like past it and it's, it's yeah. the, the movement is just like it's it's just such a, a a function of their offense now that he you know he's not even a thought that he's going to take the, the shot half the time so it, and it, it's so interesting to to see that be able to still be a, a successful offense in the NBA particularly when you look around some of the other teams in the league you know favorite son of the podcast Ben Simmons who can't shoot and it's just like well how does that guy even fit in the in the modern NBA and yet here is an example of a guy who you know isn't really a good three-point shooter and yet he's he's still such a vital cog on on what could be a championship team okay but, but yeah. Draymond like cares about his teammates, you know. Like he gets oh, yeah. involved. Yeah, we don't need to. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. you know, it's it's just an it's just a, a footnote, uh, an interesting yeah. one. But, like, and you know, Ben hasn't played with the caliber of shooter that, that Dre has either. So it's, but yeah, yeah. There's it's he just, could have. He could have. Yeah, he could. If have. he just started yeah. to play this year. Yeah. Um, it is, it is crazy, right? Like he, Draymond took three shots today. And had an incredible impact, and had a not just a triple single, Josh, a quintuple single, mm. five rebounds, seven assists, one steal, one block, nine points, and that's great. Like, it's just, it's just it's, and, all this counts. <laughs> and honestly, the Draymond Green shit, it knocked the Celtics out of their rhythm. Yeah, no question about it. And that's what he does. Like, yeah, you, you, you hate it, but I, I fucking respect the shit out of it. Like, you can't not. Like, yeah. it, he'll go down in history for this stuff, you know? Like, this is what we'll remember him for. He's Rodman, but way better. And not quite as it's, off, off yeah. the cuff. I think, like, I think he's, 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 on the, he's on the Charles Barkley trajectory. He's going to be sitting on the inside desk in, like, oh, 30 yeah. years' time. Yeah, Charles yeah. Barkley's retiring in a year or two. Yeah. Well, I That'll think Draymond's it. already signed and yeah, yeah. TNT, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. They'll yeah, be yeah. like, you're going nowhere. <laughs> oh, oh, he'll do so. Oh, that's actually going to be great. Yeah. Oh, okay, so I, what do you guys think about the Draymond Green podcasting, like, in the middle of the finals? I'm not about it. 
It's pretty. It's pretty I, funny. I think it's hilarious. I, I haven't listened to the most recent one, but uh, I do. It's so funny. It's just. It's funny that one, the team are letting him do that, or are happy yeah. for him to do that, and and then two, yeah, it's just. It's just we're in the midst of this, and then it's 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 akin to like someone sitting on the bench sending out a tweet like during a game. Like it's it's, it's like yeah, you can't imagine that happening, but this is like one step removed from that basically and it, it is happening yeah wasn't it in the i can't remember if it was the dallas series or game one of the celtics but something happened and draymond wasn't happy and he's like oh you better believe i'm recording tonight <laughs> like, i'm talking <laughs> about that like i'm on my way know. home right now <laughs> yes no i don't remember what it was but i mean remember after they beat mavs then they were like we're gonna play boston and and the fucking heat culture was like, yeah, a little bit of thanks, disrespect. Draymond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then Draymond uploads a fucking podcast. He's just talking to the camera like this, and he's like, and he just gives his opinion like it's a yeah, podcast. Yeah. Like, you know, I thought that the, you know that Miami was a bit hobble. <laughs> Jason Tatum, you know, I thought was the best player in the series, and like, he's just giving his opinion like he's yeah. an analyst, and yeah. it's just it's really funny, man. Like the fact that he not only had, like because he has the post game interview, he's basically done the podcast. And then he went home and did another <laughs> another seventeen minutes. Yeah. Um, but hey, look, he came out and fucking clearly wasn't a, like impacted by it or negatively at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see him being like so, so completely confident that like this is not going to be a distraction for me. If if he thought even there was a sliver of an inkling that it could become a distraction, I'm sure he wouldn't have done the podcast. Like, yeah, it's, it seems to be like. To him, I'm going to go home and complain about this shit anyway, so yeah. I might as well record it. Yeah, and he made a great point in the interviews, like the next day or the day after, where um, like he tweeted, like, I yeah, know everybody yeah, yeah. wants me to be in the gym. You want me to watch film? film? I already did yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And he's, like, he's got, and it's such a classic thing you see on Twitter, like after someone has a bad game, get off Twitter, man, you should be in the gym. It's like, okay, these guys are there's a lot of hours in a day. These guys don't have actual jobs. <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, do you understand how how much film five hours of film is? Like, <laughs> you can watch you can watch the game like three or four times. <laughs> you can watch the game till the cows come home. Yeah, like, like <laughs> once so you've many... ingested it, you've ingested it. And these guys are so fucking smart, right? And so like, he's like, these guys want me to watch film for twenty four hours, and what, they want me to get back in the gym and shoot free throws for twenty four hours. Like, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing a lot of that shit, man. It's you know. But, um, yeah, he's good too, I guess. <laughs> well, I guess any, I forget what, what draws we, us to a little yeah. bit of a pointy end here. Any, like, any inklings either way? Like, I, I know, I forget what we all picked. I know I picked Warriors in six. Yeah. Um, what did you guys, I, I what am did you still guys say on my two predictions. Either Warriors in five. Or Celtics and seven. Celtics and seven. I, I I said Warriors in six. I think it's going seven now. I think it goes. It's going to go the, the max. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Be, yeah, I would be surprised if it doesn't go seven. I think. Um, yeah, I I, 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 yeah. I think if anything, if you, you say inkling, I think my inkling has been Boston. Boston have been maybe the better team across two games. Not that obviously it's one apiece, but I yeah. and I, I, I don't want to say that as if like I'm surprised or, or whatever, mm. but like I do think that, you know, they've they've came here to play. They're, they're, mm. they're well and truly in this. They're, they're going to they're gonna give it a real yeah. shake. Oh, this, yeah. This series so far is equal in that the Celtics won a game with a hot quarter and mm. the Warriors won a game with a hot quarter. 
So yep. we don't really know much yet. It's been good. It's been a good final so far. Um, the Draymond stuff, as much as I, I personally and Celtics fans hated it, it was pretty funny, I guess, now that it's, like, <laughs> it's been a few hours. Um, I think it's kind of ridiculous, but I mean, the, the, I mean, the shot making by the Warriors, like when you see the Warriors go on one of those explosions, like I can it's imagine. Like, right, it's not our day. <laughs> as an objective observer, it's quite fun to, to, <laughs> to watch. Um, like when Jordan Poole's hitting half-court shots and Steph's doing the whole thing, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I don't know. There's almost an element though. I watch it sometimes, and like, I'll be just like, "This is this is unfair." Like, what? Like, <laughs> what not? And like, I am definitely not the Boston guy. But like, like, what do you do in this scenario? Like, yeah. you, you can't. You just got to watch Steph hit these shots. Like, it's 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 unfair. I, honestly, I think you called it before. You have to drag this guy through the mud on defense yeah. every single play to the point that he can't run around doing that crazy shit because you're not going to be able to defend him. You can't just stop him doing it. No one's ever been able yeah. to stop him doing it. Yeah, I don't I see do, that yeah. starting now. I do think the longer the series, like if the Celtics can get it to seven, Josh, I think they can win it just because of the the youth of the of the Celtics versus the Warriors. Yeah, uh, but and I think their contributors run just that little bit deeper. Like Derek yeah. White's the sixth man, and you want him to play thirty eight minutes a game. You know, like that might as well be a starter. Whereas Warriors, they have Poole, they have Payton, they have Otto Porter. But like, if if those guys are off on a given night, then what? You know, Derek White's not going to be off. Even if he's off, he'll be on. You know, mm. I, I probably underestimated Boston Boston's ability to go on little runs as well. I, I you know I think that's something that everyone looks at Golden State and say this is a team that could rip off fifteen points mm. on you like that. And Boston they they could do that too. It's it's you know it's it's I I probably didn't think that as much but like we mm. saw it in game one in the in the fourth quarter so it's yeah. you know a game is not really dead in the water until like obviously today game two it, it was probably yeah. a little bit different but yeah you're definitely not losing hope if you're going down mm. by by that sort of a margin yeah yeah I think it's almost a flip in a way and that the Warriors just have this offensive avalanche where. You can't do anything about it. But then on the flip side, the Celtics, when they clamp down with that defense, yeah. it's like, oh shit. And then they just, and then you're getting out and running. Yeah. And yep. you're getting stops and you're getting out and running. This so is why I wanted the matchup yeah. so it's bad, a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a sick matchup. It's, it's mouth-watering. Yeah. We're two games in and I've learned nothing. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah no, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Mate, give me, give me scores tied at the third yeah. quarter time in game seven. Yeah. I please, know. Jesus. Please. It's oh, got to be. It's got to be. Check the pulse. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, that's kind of all I had to talk about today, fellas. So mm. perhaps we call it there and Sounds good. jump back into this after game four. So who knows? <laughs> we could mm. be split. could be two all. could be three one. Only one way to find out. But until then, you've been tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo, here as always with Jake Eisenberg and Matt Beatty. And until then, until post-game four, peace.